Blog Talk Radio. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. I dare. I dare is an acronym for integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Home for personal growth, empowerment, safety awareness, disaster preparedness, leadership, and education. Thanks for joining us at Idea Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by over one million listeners, with your lovely host, Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare is the founder of Idare, a registered nonprofit 501c3, organized and operated exclusively for charitable and education purposes. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist on women in the field on California's outdoor fishing and hunting of Western Outdoor News. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO range safety officer, a CERT Community Emergency Response Team Member, FEMA, Women's Advocate, Leadership and Mentoring, Philanthropist, President of NAPW, and is passionate for the safety, survival, and the outdoors. Living in purpose and passion. And now, here's your host, Nikki Dare. El Nino, what is and what does El Nino mean to us and what impacts can cause? At irregular intervals, roughly every three to six years, the sea surface temperatures in the uh, Pacific Ocean along the equator become a little bit warmer or cooler than, than normal. Such irregularities are the hallmark of El Nino, La Nina climate cycles, which can, uh, which can influence weather patterns across the globe. Hi, everybody. I am Nikki Dare, your host of IDARE Radio. Home for safety awareness, emergency preparedness, outdoor survival, empowerment, leadership, and education. Let's keep it here for the next uh, few minutes, 30 minutes maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll promise I'll make it, make it on time, as always. This topic, which I'm personally fascinated, simply because it has multiple impacts, not just a negative, but also there are some goodness, there are some positive to us in the Mother Nature sense, that is. Uh, as we witness the journey of these irregular cycles affecting our planet Earth in a global scale. So La Nina, I think I've covered this before, La Nina is a cold counterpart to El Nino, the bad boy. <laughs> she wants to join the party, so she has to be there with him. But um, La Nina is defined as a cooler than normal sea surface temperatures in the central and uh, eastern tropical Pacific Ocean that can impact um, global weather patterns. So La Nina conditions recur every, every, what is it, few years can persist for as long as a couple of years, for two years. So, yeah, she, she's right there behind him, and she wants to join the party and crashing the party here. All right, so El Nino, going back to him, El Nino uh, brings cooler weather in the cooler um, uh weather to the southern United States and warmer weather to western Canada and southern Alaska, uh, a little bit drier weather to the Pacific Northwest, and uh, northern Canada sees cooler weather, and a little bit wetter weather to southern California as, um, as home here, as we all witness here. Some benefits, though, to El Nino 
I know we 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 seen a lot of uh, impact, negative impacts across the globe and across the uh, the nation here, and the news uh, lately and uh, still going on. But there are some benefits of El Nino across the global. Fewer hurricanes and other tropical cyclones in the North Atlantic. That's a good news. Uh, milder winters, um, also in southern Canada and the northern continental United States. Um, and also there is replenish, replenishment uh, of water supplies in the south, southwestern U.S. And um, across the globe, there is less disease in some areas uh, just simply because there is a drier weather like malaria in southeastern Africa. So we can pause a little bit on that because this is it's it's a good thing actually, um, but then there are some some negative impacts. I mean, there's lots more negative impacts as well um, that can cause by uh, El Nino and also La Nina. Here in California, we had essentially missed a couple of years uh, worth of raining, but uh, precipitation, I should say, set record drought uh, disaster along the West Coast region and. Um, you know, I think snow gives about, what is it, one-third of water source here in California. All right, so while drought on the West Coast, we, we, we've seen the deadly storm hit the south, and then recently also that we um, got uh, a little bit disaster as well um, in Texas. Regional impact, going back to across the, uh, the Canada as well. Western Canada has lower heating bills during El Nino. That's that's a good one. There is a reduced risk of spring flooding to the lower amounts of snow. Fisheries, if you are anglers like myself, um, have greater return on sockeye salmon and navigating further north with the warmer coastal wa- water. And this is good news for a lot of uh, a lot of us fishermen, right, or fisherwomen. More icebergs impending travel on the eastern seaboard and ski areas affected by the mild weather. Um, Great Lakes. Thin ice in the Great Lakes poses a hazard, and that's not good. Landslide storms and flooding in the British Columbia. So those are some of the impacts uh, around in Canada. Here at home, United States, storms, flooding, landslides in Southern California. Uh, we've seen it in Malibu as well, I think a few years ago. Flooding, um, also we, we saw that impact not just in Southern California, but also in Texas. Crop damage in California, obviously because of the drought. Northern U.S. ski industry suffers from lack of snow. We've seen that. Um, heavy precipita- precipitation caused flooding and damage in Gulf states. Reduction in crops the following summers, is, um, such as corn, soybeans, sorghum, and tobacco. Not just in Southern California, but a lot of part, you know, parts also around the uh, around the globe. Lower heating bills in the northern U.S. Uh, that's always a good thing, the heating bills. <laughs> Pacific Northwest, um, what is it, decline in size of numbers of salmon. Um, I, I, all of these are a um, credible source. I gathered that from NPS Education, National Park Services. Mexico and Central America, we have a high runoff in northern Mexico and wildfires to the south. And that's not a good thing. All right, so moving on. Uh, for those of you who just joined us, we are discussing uh, around about El Nino impact um, here in the United States nationwide and also around the globe. What uh, what impacts does it have as far as, um, you know, and maybe there's good, there's also uh, badness around it, obviously. Warming of the central to eastern tropical Pacific Ocean, El Nino, um, it's affecting more than 60 million people, 
particularly in eastern and southern Africa, the Horn of Africa, Latin America, the Caribbean, and Asia uh, Pacific region. Severe drought and associated food insecurity, flooding, rains, and temperature rises due to El Nino are causing a wide range of health problems as well, including disease outbreaks, uh, malnutrition, heat stress, can cause strokes as well, and respiratory uh, diseases. A credible source is from World Health Organization, WHO. So moving on from the weather-related disaster caused by El Nino La Nina, towards more of the general preparedness, how can we better prepare ourselves here? So in our continued promote disaster risk reduction, becoming better prepared and more resilient, preventing loss of lives and properties, we feel that like there is just not enough awareness to provide such services to be more prepared and well informed in the event of crisis. And we all know that. I, I myself, uh, particularly, uh, you know, after we've we've done volunteer team, and I myself have done, um, you know, uh, educating the public, promoting this awareness in different types of natural disasters. We we you know discuss and talk to a few folks out there. Um, you know, majority of them obviously say, yeah, we're, we're concerned and we'd like to um, gather and collaborate more, you know, um, collaborate and gather more and more information regarding these disasters and how can we do that. And obviously there's such a, you know, a lot of, a lot of information, credible information uh, that we can, you know, we can uh, pick up obviously from the internet and, you know, from the news and uh, newspaper, printed media and all of this good stuff, right? Um, as long as they're credible sources and as long as they're accurate information, um, you want to hang on to that information and then based on your um, research on that. But, you know, going back to talking to the folks, um, the main concern is that how can can we, you know, can we better prepare ourselves at home front and everything. So that's where I come in. I would, um, you know, share my information, obviously. And then, you know, we have a lot of stuff, by the way, um, on our website, www.idearworld.com. And I know currently, as I'm speaking right now, my website team is working on it right now to upgrade and updating information, um, updating our website as well to be more navigation-friendly um, you all can download it, um, you know, instantly and everything like that. There are a lot of materials. There are a lot of credible, also very accurate um, information that that we depict from, you know, sources such as FEMA, namely um, folks, you know, in the Region 9, uh, which is in California, across the, you know, across the nation as well. But uh, more so, I think um, I'll go back again to how we can better prepare. There's you know, flyers and brochures that you all can download for free. All right, from that website that I just told you. So there's just not enough awareness. We we all know that, and you know, organizations such as nonprofit ourselves, you know, from the grassroots uh, movement and grassroots, um, you know, um, we want to efforts, I should say, grassroots efforts that we wanted to continue um, to promote this awareness and working together with the uh, the credible resources that uh, we join partner with or collaborate with. And, um, you know, it's especially important these days with the accurate information, uh, the accurate resources and everything, what have you not. All right. So natural disasters or man-made disasters. Um, we speak about this 
um, out there in the workshop. We speak about this and share this information also with the public. Um, there are ones that can be preventable as well as those ones that are not preventable, natural disasters or man-made disasters. So recent uh, record shows that over the last 20 years, 90% of major disasters have been caused by different weathers, uh, anything that's weather-related events such as floods, storms, heat waves, droughts, um, you know, what have you, not fires, and tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunamis. The top five countries hit by the highest number of disasters are the United States, China, India, Philippines, and Indonesia. The vast Indonesian archipelago, uh, I can't pronounce that because I just, <laughs> I'm Indonesian tongue here, right? The Pacific Ring of Fire, one of the world's most active areas for earthquakes and volcanoes. And I think there is a, there is a map, world map, that we've shown um, in our social media, and I think it's on our website too somewhere, uh, in one of the blogs, most recent blogs, shows that, you know, the the strongest earthquakes and also tsunamis hit across the, uh, the, the world, uh, particularly in the Pacific Ring of Fire within that area as well. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's um, fascinating if you look at it so many 200, 300 years. I mean, we went back, uh, record would set only 200, 300 years, but I think there is a lot of um, things going on uh, before that time, which is the BC, you know, um, areas or uh, eras, I'm sorry, eras, and um, I think they, they recorded, what is it, 1410 BC or something like that. But yeah, look at it, you know, I think it's great to share it with you all. I think there's um, there's a lot of credible resources out there too, but um, there was a world map that uh, we put together where we can see, you know, the major strongest earthquakes that hit. I think um, recorded uh, the biggest one, 9.5 in Chile, and we call it the Valdivian, uh, the Great Chilean. Um, also, you know, there's quite a few in the in the Pacific Ring of Fire around that area. So how can we all help? All right, building resilience and promoting risk reduction is a collective um, collective effort, responsibility, and challenge which requires coordinated actions, and we're all responsible for that as individuals, uh, responsible citizen, um, or, you know, with the neighbors, community as well, or just, you know, uh, if you're passionate yourself as myself, you know, as a CERT member that you want to get involved with the community, with um, other collaborative uh, partnership or something like that with organizations that um, who are already on the ground, um, who are, you know, are experienced in this and know what they're saying. Nevertheless, we as responsible individuals need to prepare ourselves to be more prepared and better re- become more resilient, obviously. There was an old article um, I want to share with you all. I read that stated this way that in 2015 alone 375 million 375 million people could be affected by climate change related disasters there was um, I, I think that was written back in 2000 what is it 2013 I think 2012 2013 somebody had predicted that um I do not have the most accurate numbers on this um 
on this um, you know uh, statement here. But I think after the recent disasters that we had experienced across the globe and just recently here in home, home, um, homeland United States, these numbers could be right. I mean, it's stated that in 2015 alone, that was just last year, 375 million people could be affected by climate change-related disasters. So people in countries ranked among the lowest 20% in the HDI, which is Human Development Index, are 10 to 1,000 times more likely to die in a natural disaster than those people from countries in the top 20%. So yeah, people in countries rank the lowest 20% in the uh, Human Development Index are 10 to 1,000 times more likely to die in natural disaster than people from countries in the top 20%. And this is a recent study from Columbia University. So be prepared, start from your home front with your family and loved ones. So emergency and disaster preparedness start with having a survival kit and an emergency plan. And this is according to your, um, to the size of your household, obviously, you know, survival kit and emergency plan. Um, if it's just you and your, your, your spouse, um, then you, you know, you assemble a kit and then develop that emergency plan accordingly with just the two of you. If you have just the two of you plus a dog, let's say, include your dog, include your pet, um, just the two of you with, you know, you live in a big open space ranch property, let's say, with a um, few horses, include the horses as well, um, and et cetera, and go on, and so on, so on like that. And here are the three key things for every individual to prepare for and respond to potential emergencies, whether it is, um, you know, earthquake, flood, fire, storm, any weather related. The first thing that you do is get an emergency supply kit, I mentioned before, okay? And two, make a family emergency plan, an evacuation meeting place. And again, do not forget to simulate this. I keep saying that. I keep reminding you all. I keep reminding myself, too. Do not forget to simulate this. How often do you simulate this? According, accordingly to your family, uh, the size of your household, and your family member's schedule and everything like that. You know, your children, if you have children, um, you know, get them involved in the simulation. Well, obviously, because you would like to know where they would be when, you know, disaster strikes events occur, um, you would like them to get involved as well. Discuss this with everybody affected. I mean, you know, who's who's involved in your family, um, who lives in, with you um, in the house. In your family, including your pets, again, include your pets. I have a turtle. <laughs> I include her too. So they, they should also be included in your family emergency plan. Do not discount them. Do not exclude them, please. The third one, know the different types of emergencies that could occur and, of course, their appropriate responses. So these are just the basic key things that I could share with you all, and hopefully they are useful and somehow can be, um, can be valuable to you. And like I said, I mean, you know, there's, um, there's tons of materials, if, if, if not yet uploaded yet, but it will be uh, because um, as we're... Speaking right now here, I think um, 
a couple of my uh, team members, uh, website team, are, are really currently working on it right now, redesigning it and re-updating it more to be navigation friendly. So visit our website. You may download any materials. They are all for free. IDareWorld.com. Again, that is www.IDareWorld.com. That is I-N-D-I-D-Delta-A-Alpha-R-R-O-M-E-Echo-World.com. All right. Go to the Programs menu, select the Program Disaster Preparedness. All right. Um, before I let you go, I have just a little brief um, announcement. I think what I want to mention is that um, Ideal World has just recently partnered uh, with a couple grocery stores um, in the effort of promoting a community contribution program. And those grocery stores are Ralph and Food for Less. If you go to our website, while you're in the program's menu, scroll down after disaster preparedness. There is, um, I know there is a recycle, I believe. And I think the next one, you know what, we haven't done it yet. We haven't put it up there yet. But I believe the new website design will include this new uh, program that we are trying to uh, promote awareness with. But that is a community contribution um, program with Ralph Grocery Store and Food for Less Grocery Store. It's a percentage to, um, to every purchase that you have. Uh, would go towards the disaster, our disaster preparedness program. So what it means, you know, for, for the survivors and um, everybody else like that, and then, you know, for us also to, um, you know, to have um, supplies uh, when, when disaster strikes. And this is a good thing. This is just a good uh, program that we'd like to share with you all. So while you're there in the program's menu, check that out. It's um, just um, approved last week. And we just we're trying to launch it off this month, actually in May. Um, and then there is a code also NPO code number eight nine. I'm sorry, eight one nine six eight. Again, that is a program for community contribution program. So while you're in the program menu for disaster preparedness, um, there will be a uh, program that will um, sort of uh, you know join venture with it. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, I think that is all. I think I might be running out of time right now. I just want to make it on time. My personal quote, as I'm leaving you with, uh, you know that I love, I love doing this traditionally, but I have a personal quote I want to share with you today. Preparedness is key to combat any natural disasters. Again, preparedness is key to combat any natural disasters. I'm all for education, guys. You know that. All right, so I'm leaving you all with another one of my favorite quotes of all times fitting in with this topic today. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Benjamin Franklin. All right, guys, got to go. See you all next time. In the meantime, please do stay vigilant as always. Watch your 6 and 9 and 12 and 3. Maintain your 360-degree mindset because our world is not linear. I am Nikki Darius signing off. God bless. You've been listening to iDare Radio with your host, Nikki Dare, the founder of iDare Integrity, Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment. Nikki Dare offers firearms training in basic handgun, rifle, and shotgun to family safety home invasion. Group and private classes are available. Please email her at education at NikkiDare.com. 
For details on Nikki Dare's hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor passion and fitness adventures, please visit her website for upcoming schedules at www.nikkidare.com. Ask Nikki Dare on her community forum, nikkidare.freeforums.net. Follow her on LinkedIn and social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, or to simply watch tutorial videos, subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. Her books and calendars, Living in Purpose and Passion, as well as exclusive editions of Firearm Safety, are all available on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details and opportunities for sponsorship, please email education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Nikki Dare.